0: Hey guys, it's Lauren Yates from Raven Up here and today we're going to be having a chat over Zoom with success coach Luke Mindpower. Now, I just pre-recorded an interview with Luke on his podcast also called Luke Mind Power, just recently. So keep a lookout for that. That should hopefully be out very soon. But today I thought it was time to have Luke on my show to chat about all areas of his career. Like he has a book coming out, he just announced his new project, his new company called Mind Power Corp. And I also want to find out how he's gotten through such hard times like addiction to drug and alcohol and also battling with suicidal thoughts to get to where he is today, where he's helping others and paying it forward. So, so much to cover today. So let's get into it now. Three, two, one. Do this. Raise it up. Hey guys, it's Georgie me from Breaking Bad.
1: I'm Savani from Step He's Up. Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Liars. Hi, this is Ada Butler. Cosentino. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenny with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. we raving it up. Rave I'm it up. having
0: fun. <laughs> Hashtag Lauren Rave It
1: Up. <laughs> <Athlete>. <laughs> <clears throat> ra- sorry. Thank you. I like that effect. We're raving. We're raving it up.
0: Luke, welcome to Rave It Up. How are you going today?
1: I'm excellent. Thanks for having me.
0: You are so welcome. It's a pleasure to have you on my show today. For those who don't know, I was on Luke's podcast for an interview just what just recently over the last month or two I would think and it's all pre-recorded so and you're busy so it's probably not going to come out till next year but we're, we're creating the hype now for everyone to go check it out when it does come out <laughs> but it's great to finally have yeah. you on to chat about your life and your career instead of me.
1: <laughs> hey absolutely you know our uh, our podcast interview that we did I mean on my uh, platform was really powerful so uh, we're definitely going to. Have a lot of hype. You
0: had some good questions, so I'm kind like, <laughs> of like, you set the bar high. high. I'm like, okay, gotta make sure I've really done my research, and I got some good ones coming at you now.
1: <laughs> oh, all right, I'm ready.
0: <laughs> well, I gotta say, like, you know, I did my research on you, and the beginning of your career and your, your whole journey to where you are now is actually very relatable to a lot of people. For the first 33 years of your life, you believed that you weren't good enough, and I think that's something we can all relate to, and you're confused why you were alive and you know what your purpose in life was. So unfortunately you turned to drugs and alcohol. I was in fin- de- financial debt for over 10 years and you were even having challenges with suicidal thoughts. So I'd love to ask you how did you get through that and you know how did you put down the alcohol, the drugs and get healthy again because I know that and even the, the whole battle with suicidal thoughts. A lot of our listeners, unfortunately, do battle with that. So you know, please help them with with your story.
1: Yeah. So first, I'll I'll just start with you. Thanks for the question. It's a powerful question. And uh, you know, when you say that, uh, um, it's I mean, it's relatable, or it's something that that a lot of people are being challenged with in today's society. Is uh, is you know, we get kind of directed or guided with the best intentions from our parents or or you know just people around everybody's everybody is is in this game of of life to to thrive and to be happy and to 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 want to live uh with with peace and and fulfillment you know and it's like we're all trying to 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 find that we're all trying to find that you know and and i had to realize Uh, a couple of years ago that I had to stop trying to find that because I had it all along. It was within me, but I was searching outside. I was searching through materialistic things or, you know, trying to make myself feel better about who I was or who I am by using drugs, by using alcohol, by trying to have an attractive girlfriend, you know, because we're always wanting to, uh, put out to the world uh, that we want to have that respect. We want to have that accreditation. We want to have that gratification from your family, your friends, the people you love, people at work. They w- you want them to look at you and say, oh, wow, look at his girlfriend or look at the nice car that he drives or look at the job that he has or the money that he's making, right? So, And we, we want to feel that. We want to feel valued. We want to feel like we're good enough, you know, so it's kind of that when you get lost in that, it's, it's a real destructive unconscious behavior that a lot of us are in. And, and, and so for me, it comes down to passion, purpose, and priority. So the three Ps. And when you have that, your life will transform. But it's trying to have that which is the challenge. And so many of us are living in unconscious, destructive, habitual behaviors that are stopping us from actually living our purpose, our passion, and having that foundation which then drives your priority. Because when you, have, when you live in purpose and passion, then you make sure that that's a priority for you in order for you to really thrive in your life. Otherwise, it's not a priority. What's a priority is, is external validation, is feeling good about yourself, and is trying to show off your life to others when it's not about that it's just about you being in that in that peaceful state you know and and when you're at peace you're happy you're joyful you 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 project positive energy you know Uh, and people can feel that you know so so for many years i think it's it, it really came down to uh you know my my own even though it was the last couple of years that that I that I it seems like I transformed my life i was fighting from a young age to break through you know but it was it was the environment that i was brought up in it was the people around me it's not their fault i'm not here i'm not here blaming anybody i used to blame my parents i used to be re- very resentful of why my parents moved to newcastle Which is two hours away from Sydney. When I was 21 years old, they finally finished the house that they built and they moved from Sydney. And and for a long time in my twenties, I couldn't understand it. And I was like, "What kind of parents would leave their youngest child and and move to another? Even though I've got three older sisters, why would they do that to me? You know, everybody, all of my other friends, you know. And there I was comparing my life to others. So I was comparing my friends. And the fact that they got to live with their parents until in their late 20s, have that support, have that financial support, be able to, you know, buy, have security so they can get their own investment properties. And and somehow other people around me, their life seemed to be aligning more than mine. And so there I was comparing myself, thinking that I'm worse off than others, and and I was frustrated at my parents because they moved. And I didn't want to move to Newcastle because I was like, man, I grew up in Sydney. I, I love my friends. My, my sisters are here. This is my crew. And I'm not moving to Newcastle. Newcastle's it's dead there. It's too quiet. It's not my style, right? But um, I had to come to a realization that, you know, you have to be aware of your own story that you tell yourself. Um, and if you're going to live in, in that kind of a resentful uh, form of belief, you're never going to move forward in your life. You're, you're never going to grow. You're never going to be the best version of yourself because you're always going to find an excuse. You're always going to find a story that is going to tell you why your life is the way it is and you can't be great. You know. So I had to. I had to. You know, raise my awareness and through my life learn that, bro. You got to stand up for yourself if you want to. Reach those peak states of joy, peace, abundance, success, pros- prosperity. You you got to really stand up for yourself, and so that's a bit of my 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 journey that I had to I had to learn. Uh, you know, to to let go of what's not helping me grow.
0: And I'm a big believer that everything happens for a reason. So maybe the very fact that your parents moved got you out of that position and actually woke yourself up to the fact that hey, I do need to go go with what's happening and really speak up for myself and I guess be a man
1: (laughs) well I look at it now and I'm like you know what they did exactly what they were supposed to do and they 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 made it hard for me on purpose
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that (laughs) nice positive way to look at it
1: (laughs) it it was was going through it it was going through it excuse my French
0: but now you look upon it differently I'm grateful Did you know we filmed this interview? Well, come on over to our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. You can subscribe for free. And here's a little secret. We like to reward our active
1: subscribers with autographed photos and merchandise, no matter where you are in the world. So don't forget to give us a thumbs up while you're there and get busy sharing the videos with your friends.
0: And at the beginning of 2018, so only two years ago, after returning from your grandmother's funeral is the time that you woke up and decided to take action on your life. Why do you think it was specifically at your grandmother's funeral that gave you that wake-up call? Was it more just like, wow, life is short and I've I've got to do something about it?
1: Yeah, great question. I think we don't realise the blessing of life until we see a life disappear especially if it's a family member, especially if it's someone close to us. I think, again, we talk about, you know, unconsciousness. We have uh, this uh, habitual behavior that we, we we get used to, we adapt to, we live through every single day. And, and there you go. If you're not practicing gratitude or if you're not practicing mindfulness or, uh, you know, being self-aware of your present uh, state, that you're living in every single day, well then life goes by and you don't even realize that you're alive. You're just constantly on the go. You're constantly doing things. You're constantly just living. And and so my awareness was heightened when my father's mother passed away. You know, I didn't have the closest relationship with her since because she was living in Poland, but I did have a deep connection with the culture and with the country simply because again, I still hadn't found my purpose and, and passion in life. And so I was very connected to that culture because I, I wanted to feel connected to something because I didn't have myself. And that's where it comes down to as well. You know, my company, Power Corp, and my brand, Luke Mindpower, is built on the foundation of self-care, self-love, self-compassion, uh, honoring who you are, loving yourself, And it all starts from within, right? The happiness that you seek outside is not there, it's inside. And that's why you have to start from the internal state, which will then reflect your external world. So if you're not happy with your life right now and what you have externally, you have to look inside because you're just a mirror, you're a mirror of what your life is depending on how, how you are inside. And and I know it's deep, deep stuff, you know, but um, that's what I had to learn. But watching my dad weep for the first time in my whole life, and he's very, uh, let's say, he doesn't show much emotion. He, he's not an affectionate kind of guy. You know, I, I know a lot of people have different kind of love languages. You know, I think his love language is more uh, work and provide for the family. It's not about come here, Luke. Give me a hug. I love you. That's that's not who my dad is, you know. That's my mum, right? And so to see him upset only for a brief moment, he just walking out of the church. He started weeping when when they were carrying the coffin out, and I was like, well, you know, that's deep. Um, but after that, he was fine, you know. So he doesn't express emotion um, the way that you would think a human would. You know, when he's always very positive, very joyful. And, um, and so the connection that was lost there from, from my grandmother, um, because I had this deep connection with the culture of Poland, you know, uh, which, which I don't as much anymore because I realized who I am and that I didn't need that to be happy. Right, you know, I grew up in Sydney around a lot of multicultural uh, multiculturalism, multicultural mm-hmm. society. A lot of Lebanese, Italian, Greek, uh, different nationalities, Vietnamese, and so you, you want to fit in, right? And so I was born in Newcastle. Now, I'm back there now too. It's funny, but I was born in Newcastle. I was born in Australia, yet I didn't see myself as an Aussie. I was always trying to be Polish. You know, because of that society, you, if you were an Aussie, it was like you were lower. You weren't as good as some of the, uh, friends that I had. You know, it was, it was cooler to say, Oh, I'm Lebanese or Oh, I'm Greek or Oh, I'm Italian. And so there I was saying, I'm Polish, you know, so there was a bit of a, um, identity crisis. In my life where you were trying to be something else, because I mean, that's all we knew. That's all I knew. I grew up in that culture. My pet, my mom sent me to Polish school. Uh, you know, they're speaking Polish at home. So that kind of confused me a little bit for a while where now I appreciate the culture. It's my heritage. It's where my parents came from, but I'm a true blue. You know, I, I was born in Australia. I was born here. Um, actually. I, I, I'm a true blue but i say I see myself as being universal you know I think we're all creatures of earth we're all creatures of this planet um and I think it's really divisive sometimes, and so I distance myself from division and that's why i am passionate about uh you know speaking with the universal tongue and 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 not um promoting separation you know uh because we are we, we are a divided society, whether it's religion, whether it's race. Um, and a lot of that causes conflict. And so I'm about love, man.
0: Me too. You're a perfect guest for, the, for this show then. <laughs> And I've got to say, what you just said, too, is another thing that's very relatable, is that, especially growing up, we all just want to, you know, fit in and look cool to other people. And it's the same sort of thing with social media. But, as you said, it all comes from within, and you being happy for who you are, instead of being like, cool, I'm, I'm Polish, just to fit in and look cool. So you've definitely, you've definitely come a long way. And... I, I wanna know what was your journey like to self love? What did that actually entail for you?
1: Self love is is really the key, I believe, in my own humble opinion, is is the key to to success. You know, because again, it is a reflection of your own self worth, of you actually being able to 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 look at yourself in the mirror. And and truthfully say, man, I forgive you. I forgive you for thinking that you weren't good enough. I forgive you for making that mistake. Owning up to you, owning up to your own like bullshit, owning up to to your own faults. Uh, a lot of the times we live in our ego state, which you know is too proud to 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 call up that friend and say. Hey John, um, you know what, man? I know that we spoke this morning, and I think I might have said something that hurt, that that was offensive, and I just want to apologize for that. And and we don't live there because we're too proud, you know, we're too proud to to show up like that, because because we feel that that's going to show that's too much too much uh, femininity, and it's going to show that that you're you're weak, you know. Um. So so there was a moment. Uh, back in two thousand and eighteen, when I did a speaking course, which was through the mind valley platform and it 's called speak and inspire uh, and it was It was along the path of myself um, wanting to grow confidence in speaking in my speaking abilities because for me, presenting myself in front of individuals was always something very difficult that I found to do you know and it 's amazing to think like why. Do you doubt yourself? Why, why were you afraid to introduce yourself to other individuals and, and just speak and say, hey, I'm Luke. I'm 31 years old. I've got three older sisters. I was born in Newcastle. I'm a driver tester, and uh, it's great to be here. Why? You know, and that's how I would feel. Like I'd be in a meeting at, when I used to work for the government, and and the facilitator would say, Uh, just before we start the meeting, if we could just go around the room and just everybody introduce themselves, and I'd freak out. I
0: think a lot of people do (laughs) for no reason at all.
1: Uh, Yeah, you know, and so so I got to a point where I had this dream of opening a gym in Poland back in 2018, and I got to a point in that journey where I realized that after doing so much research and, and looking into the project, I realized that if you wanted to do something like that and you want to be the manager and uh, fitness coach or instructor or whatever, well, you've got to delegate, you've got to facilitate, you've got to stand up and deliver and you've got to speak in front of people. So that was that point where I was like, wow, I have to do that. I'm afraid to speak in front of people. That's my biggest, that's one of my biggest fears you know, so it's like I wanted to take on that leadership role, but I was afraid to to actually be that person that has to be in front of people. So so it's a bit of imposter syndrome and, and self-sabotaging um, behaviors that I've lived through, that I am living through, um, I was living through. Um, and, you know, life is a process of, of continuing to peel off the layers that are kind of holding you back. And I'm still growing, I'm still learning through that. But at that point, uh, that was where I realized that I needed to take action and I needed to, to learn how to deliver and speak. And so during uh, finding that course online, there was a speaking course and one of the, one of the uh, tasks for the day, which had to, had to be completed for the rest of the month, rest of the course, uh, was to stand in front of a mirror and speak to yourself on a daily basis. And so, so the moment that I actually had to do that was the moment that, you know, I always say this, it was the moment that I reconnected with my spirit, you know, with my, with my inner power, with my inner energy. It's like, you know, if you think about your intuition and you, your, that gut feeling that you have within yourself where sometimes something is happening and deep down you know that it's wrong or you know that you need to do something, but because we're not in tune with who we are, And with that connection, we don't listen to it. You know, like you you might be in a relationship and something doesn't feel right. And so, but you still don't listen. You still keep staying in that relationship and getting hurt and getting hurt and getting hurt until it's so unbearable that eventually you wake up and you go, I've had enough, right? But if you were to tune into yourself and trust yourself, you would take action immediately And you would say, this doesn't feel right. I'm going to speak. I'm going to honor myself and I'm going to leave that. I'm going to try and fix it. If I can't fix it, I'm out. So that was the connection that I I found within myself when I started looking at myself in the mirror and appreciating myself and honoring myself and saying, Luke, you're amazing. I love you. You're incredible. You're more than enough. You're extraordinary. You're phenomenal. You know, you're a beast um and and saying I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you you're, you're such an amazing uncle. I'm proud of what you're doing. I'm proud that you're starting to to show up for yourself and and to believe. And and then there was the forgiveness part where I would be like, you know, Luke, I forgive you for taking drugs. I forgive forgive you for not feeling like you're good enough. I forgive you for doubting yourself. I forgive you for um drinking too much, not not loving on yourself. Um, so that was the start where the the self-love really came in when you started to basically not seek love and validation from other people, but start giving it to yourself.
0: And uh, I highly recommend everyone doing that. I I truly am a big believer in mirror talk and it is so powerful. That is, as you said, very big step to self-love for everyone listening.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it it really, it's uncomfortable. Change, change is, is uncomfortable. And, um, you know, people want, their lives to change, but they're not willing to change, and I think that's the the, the challenge, you know, because we really get complacent and stagnant, and and uh, you know, you get into this position where you're comfortable, and comfort is is like comf- comfort at, at, in some cases is is the devil.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you've got to step outside that comfort zone. <laughs> as cheesy as that sounds. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam
1: Stavani from Step Up. Bryce Johnson from Pretty Little Liars. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up.
0: These celebrities are sharing a message of hope and inspiring the younger generation in our new book, Knowing What I Know Now. This is filled with 70 quotes from your favourite celebrities on what they would tell their 14-year-old selves. A book filled with amazing advice to help you chase your dreams or help you deal with bullying or depression and is available right now on Booktopia. We got it! And something else I want to bring up with your self-love journey is from November 2019 to February this year, you spent three months in a temple in China. Is it Shaolin Temple? Is that how you say it?
1: Yeah, the Shaolin Temple in China, yeah.
0: Yeah, learning Kung Fu and living as a warrior monk. How was your experience with that? That just sounds so powerful. And how did you live? You know, Take us through a, a, your day-to-day life when you were there.
1: Yeah, the Shaolin Temple was something that no many People understood, uh, especially my mom. You know, the first thing my mom my mom said was like, "Why would you go to China? It's communist." Like that was the first reaction. Because I mean, if you you live in Australia, you know, most of the time we are really influenced by media, um, and and we sometimes judge we judge um, on what we're really not aware of, uh, you know, um, and so it's easy for people to have a negative reaction. Um, on, on a place like China, you know, you, you do, you hear a lot of stories on the news and a lot of things are bad. Like, but, but I think in all in all, I think a lot of places can have negative, you know, things or, or bad place, bad things happening in their, in their countries, you know, but, um, but going to China really um, was stepping out of my comfort zone. You know, it was, it was saying, you know what, I need to be alone. And, and it's, it's interesting because over the, that period of about, seven or eight months during that year was a period of self-discovery. It was a, fe- a period of self-enlightenment. It was a period where I needed me more than anyone, you know, and 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 I still kind of live that way because uh, the one thing that I was always afraid of was being alone. One thing I was always afraid of was living in solitude. One thing I was always afraid of was not being in a relationship, you know, and so the the best thing that I ever did was was to be in a relationship with myself and to spend time with myself to really discover who I am and what it is that that really uh sets my soul on fire you know and so going to China was like a divine calling, like I could feel it within myself that there was something bigger in me, there was something pulling me to that place um and so I went. And, and, and getting there, I, I had no idea where this place was. I'm in the taxi, and I was always afraid of going to like countries like that. Even when I went to Colombia, I had the same thing. You, you don't know what you don't know, and so you, your mind just makes up these stories. And so I'm in the taxi, said on the paper that it was taking 40 minutes to get to this place. I'm having an idea that it's in the mountains somewhere. The taxi driver is still driving. I'm looking at the clock. It's four, 40 minutes, and I'm thinking to myself, we're lost. I don't know where we are. And he pulls up and he's like, it's here, like in Chinese. And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, this is not it. It's we're not in the mountains. We're in some suburb. But he was right. And and so I walked in uh, into the main area and eventually um, I found myself there. They gave me an amazing tour. And um, and so uh, my, my, my day started. Uh, and so I'll just go into a, a day, a, what, what, what a day looked like. Um, in in the temple and so you wake up at uh, at around 630 uh, and basically it's it's kind of like you're back at school you know because because you had to wear a uniform right and if you didn't wear the uniform you'd have to do something called a mabu which is which is you standing up and bending your knees and you have to stay in that position for five minutes after about 45 seconds you start it starts hurting so once you do that once, you realize and you go, well, that's a punishment and a half. I'm not going to do that again, you know. Um, but we have to wear a uniform, for example, and at 7 o'clock in the morning, we would have to line up and the, the Shifus, the masters, would come out. They'd, we, we'd then have to count. So we had to learn how to count in Chinese. So it would start from the, the, the shortest person. You'd have to line up according to height. And so it would be the shortest person to the tallest person. So I was kind of always at the end because I'm six foot two. And, and, and I would have to, the first like two weeks, I couldn't, I, I, they're saying the numbers and I would wait for the person next to me to tell me what number I am so I could say it because I don't know how to count Chinese. Um, but after about a month, I learned how to count from one to 20, which is pretty cool because you learned a simple thing of repetition. You know something that we easily forget and and many aspects of the kung fu uh, lifestyle was learning things through repetition, you know, especially if you haven't lived there and and it just showed you that you know repetition is the mother of skill, and if you do something over and over and over again, you get really good at it so um and so you count to 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 twenty or whatever it was, and then from there we would walk through the chinese um through the town center to the temple next to the temple that we were staying in and we would have breakfast. So, you know, you go and have breakfast. The males eat on one side. The females eat on one side. Um, you'd have turns at um, handing out all the food. Um, and then and then you'd go back and then we would clean the temple. So everybody had like a roster of what we had to clean. You'd be sweeping the floors, cleaning the kitchen, um, cleaning the toilets. Um, everybody had their, had their roles. So again, it's kind of like you're in, I don't know, uh, a boarding school or, or something, but you actually have to take care of the premises as well. So those kind of responsibilities also, um, at the beginning, it's kind of, God, like, I don't want to sweep or I don't want to. But I learned to appreciate these small things like cleaning the toilets and having uh, that responsibility because that's somewhere where you have to go and you have to use it. Same like the kitchen, same like uh, sweeping. It's the place where you live, so you want to take care of it. You know, so those kind of things we had to do. Then we would have to line up again at uh, nine o'clock or eight thirty. And then we would run around the temple about 10 times, warm up. Then we would stretch every single day uh, for about 45 minutes. Once we had done the stretching, then there's two sessions of, of, of training, which is three and a half hours in the morning and three and a half hours in the e- in the afternoon. So seven hours Monday to Friday of training kung fu um different different um modalities and and uh forms that you would have to learn um so there, there was a, it was a pretty packed week of, of of intense training um and and it really shocks your body, especially for the first month because if you've never trained kung fu before you've never learned martial arts or especially if you're not flexible, your body is in pain every day and you're just like. You don't know what's going on, you know. So it, it was it was a powerful experience, but um, most of all, the biggest thing that I took away from it was um, being happy with a minimal amount of um, of things. We didn't you didn't need much to to be happy, right? And you watched and observed the monks living there with 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 like little or anything besides food and um and and the other monks around them and and just living that life and meditating and bring, uh, you know uh doing what they do with their with their morning meditation and stuff like that you know so it's just a a really peaceful place for you to grow in terms of uh learning martial arts but it was more than martial arts like martial arts was the thing that came after your uh mindfulness, after, um, you know, uh, cleaning, after uh, connecting with other people, you know, that's the other biggest aspect of it as well that I realized that uh, that environment is what success really is, right? When you understand that, then you understand how to get to success. And your environment, you're a product of your environment. And so the people around you make a huge difference on how you actually reach your goals and and reach your success. And so the people there had such a major impact on my life because it was a very, very empowering place. You know, we were always supporting each other every single day. And so you feed off positivity. You know, You, you, you push someone, someone else comes and pushes you and says, yeah, come on, keep going. You can do it. So... Um, again, amazing individuals that I met there and, and shared that experience with. Um, and again, it was just a place of peace. Uh, it was a place of disconnect from the world. You know, there's no news, there's no TV. You couldn't, or like you just, you're just away and, and you had to like the food, for example, you know, rice and veggies every day and you get, you get annoyed you you' i'm I eventually I'm like, this is crap, I'm sick of this shit. I keep eating rice and veggies and i uh every day, you know, but you you had to learn to be grateful and then your awareness of of gratitude and of uh like the food, for example, the fruit like not every day did we have fruit because we only got fruit when people donated it to the temple. So you didn't have fruit for three days and all of a sudden you saw a big plate of fruit at the at the back of the kitchen and you're like, oh my God, there's oranges and apples. And so we'd go and get them and we'd eat them and we'd be like, oh, this is amazing. Wow. But here in Australia, because we have such an abundance of fruits and food, it's like nothing. You just eat it and you're just like, oh, this is a big deal. But it it's actually a really big deal. It really a really heightened heightened your awareness of gratitude and how blessed we really are to live the life that we live. Um, but also I learned that uh, you know, you you are your own best doctor. You just you realize that if you treat your body with respect and you stretch every day and you move your body, because that's what we're doing every day, movement, which is something that a lot of us don't do. You know, your body thrives off off that energy, off oxygen being in, inside and out, like breathing, heavy breathing. Um, and and a lot of us don't do that. We we don't exercise because we're lazy, we're tired. So so that was that was there were big lessons there as well.
0: Wow, I really take my hat off to you. What an incredible experience! And I'm a little bit envious. I, I think I need to go do it now.
1: That it's very woof, I highly recommend it. So powerful.
0: <laughs> Do you have something to say or sell? And wanting to launch an email marketing campaign to engage your customers? constant contact can help you they have all the tools you need to market your ideas and they make it quick easy and affordable to build a professional brand online attract customers and sell more products helping you achieve real results you can sign up now for free to try it out go to our website raveituptv.com and click on the constant contact ad on our right sidebar it'll take you straight there what have you got to lose So Luke, through your own transformation, you're now paying it forward. You have your own coaching business, as well as a YouTube channel and your own podcast where you share interviews and weekly motivation, and I love your episode. The more we do, the more we can do, by the way, one of my faves. There is something I really, a new project that you've only just announced this week, which is Mind Power Corp. And in your Facebook post, you did say it's a global personal development company, which focuses on delivering breakthrough knowledge that will inspire you and your organization to reach peak levels of success. And you'll have an online platform and weekly coaching content as well. So is this just for businesses or is it for individuals too? Tell us all about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, great question again. And um, building something like this in in its in its form of you know it being a corporation, hence hence the name, Uh, you know, trying to to bring out uh, value to on a global um, platform or global stage uh, is is something that it's not an easy thing to do. And and uh, you know when I first brought brought up the name and and actually thought about doing it I didn't realize what I was doing you know it, it, it just came it was inspired by Luke Mindpower. you know it was inspired by the fact that I was addicted to cocaine and then because I had found something that I was passionate about that passion and purpose then formed a priority in my own self development and pursue pursuit of uh, doing something that I really loved, and so that uh, overpowered any substance abuse, anything that was in my way. I was going to run straight through it, and so that's why that's where the Luke mind power actually made sense because it was like, wow, mind power, because that's what it takes. It just takes you to. Overpower those negative thoughts, those uh, that that weakness, that self-doubt, that that voice in your head that says, uh, "Just do it," or you know, you don't. It's okay, just drink that drink, or you know, it doesn't matter if you go out and party on the weekend. You'll be right in a couple of days. Um, and so the mind power, mind power corp came from Luke Mind Power, and I just thought, you know what, it it, it correlates with my branding, um, and I wanted to take it to uh, a level that is unbelievable, you know. I could start with just doing personal coaching um, and just running my own brand at Luke Mind Power, but I saw it as something bigger because everyone needs to have access to information that is going to help them thrive. And because of the amazing network of individuals that I worked on and connected with over the last couple of years while I was building my brand. I've now been able to form a team of individuals that I work with, uh, and that we've been working on MindPower Corp over the last uh, six months to to actually bring this out. and And so, there's a lot of work that's going on behind the scenes uh, that uh, not one, not everyone sees, not 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 many people know what's going on. But that's 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 the biggest thing with uh, I think with with success is that you get praised for for what you do in public for the work that you do in private, mm,
0: it's like the uh, iceberg no one, analogy, you know, and just yeah. see the tip of the iceberg, but there's so much work so, underneath it.
1: Absolutely. So, and so, not many people really get to see what's going on in the background, and there's so much more to come. But me just bringing it out now um, with my YouTube channel, Power Corp, with it being a coaching channel, as well as uh, you know the website, uh... dot com. Um, and having an amazing team of, uh, of, uh, business coaches, relationship coaches. Um, and the, and the, the purpose of me having the branding, uh, the ultimate success coach is because we, we supply, uh, a vast variety of coaching services. It's not just about, uh, loving yourself or, Uh, you know emotional intelligence it's about communication it's about business coaching it's about business development Um, and so you know you can only do so much by yourself Um, and and it's and it's true you know so bringing out Mind Power Corp is 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 a really uh, it's it's a dream you know and and it's here to to be available to to you as an individual so that you can really awaken your spirit, activate that greatness that you have within you because I know that there's so many people out there that are struggling uh, with their happiness, with actually living intentionally and, and in in purpose in in uh, live and, and knowing what what is your passion? why are you here? you know why are you doing what you're doing? you know and are you here just surviving or are you really thriving and and i know that it's a dream to say oh you know you want to help everyone be successful that's not going to happen but, but i believe that everyone has a purpose here and no not everyone's supposed to be on stage not everyone's supposed to be a billionaire right but there's a reason why you're here and if you can have access to tools strategies uh, and and different forms of processes that will help you unlock that greatness that you have, your life will transform. And so it's not just directed at at the personal market as you as an individual, but it's available for corporate uh, entities so that they can uh, amplify their productivity and their services and their communication in their workspace to then drive more results in their businesses. You know, I I really believe that having that right environment and that right energy in the workspace will yield results, you know, so I'm able to do that because, um, you know, of my work that I've put in over the last few years. I'm excited for it. Um, and there 's so much more to come and it 's really just uh you know getting connected uh get uh, subscribing to the YouTube channel and just uh being on the lookout for for all of the content and all of the you know inspirational information um, and possibilities that that are coming from from this company
0: This is huge I am so damn proud of you you 're about to become even busier now though
1: <laughs> oh yeah I know I know it 's crazy you know it it really is but but again, it's uh, I'm very grateful for my team and uh, for the, for the people that are that are working with me. Um, but I'm also grateful for my own uh, my own journey as well as my family having my my back as well and, and friends that support me. You know, so um, there's a, there's a lot more to it than than just yourself. Um, but it is important it is important for you to acknowledge that, but also to to, to acknowledge yourself. You know, because everything big starts small.
0: And just know that I'm one of those friends here supporting you whenever you need it, buddy.
1: <laughs> Appreciate it.
0: And you do have a new book coming out very, very soon too called Your Power Place, The Art of Loving Yourself. When can we expect this? And is this all connected to everything else?
1: <laughs> absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely uh, connected with one of my uh, self-love blueprint 21-day uh, uh, course that I have, which uh, which is available. Uh, it's actually available now uh, on the lucamindpowercoaching.com, and uh, it is going to be available as an ebook first, um, and then in the coming months it will be released uh, as a hard copy. So it's exciting uh, to be uh, to be to be frank. I did not see myself as being an author. I didn't even know uh, anything about writing a book or or the the um, the impact that it can have. Uh, but for many years, I did not like reading. I I just never connected with that form of learning. Uh, but I see the market, and I see how many people actually love reading. Uh, and and to be honest with you, I've recently taken it on, and and I do read. So uh, I don't know where that came from in my evolution, but all of a sudden, I like to. I enjoy. I enjoy learning more than ever before. You know. So. Uh, yeah, it's exciting and I'm looking forward to um, to, to its release and, and to people be, being inspired uh, and empowered by uh, that, that form of information.
0: Well, we are glad that you became an author and it is very good for your brand, as you've probably already noticed.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Now, before we, you know, End this interview today. It's gone very, very quickly. I have to ask. Doesn't you, it? it
1: flies? It
0: does. That's why I was like, oh geez, you only said forty minutes. Oh well. <laughs> but I've got to end with our famous question that you probably already know is coming. Knowing what you know now, Luke, what would you tell your fourteen-year-old self?
1: My fourteen-year-old self, uh, I would. I would walk up to him and I would just say, hey, hey, Luke. Let me tell you something, man. I'd say, bro, it is cool, and it's so dope to love yourself.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: That's what I would tell him because there was no no such thing back then. There was there was no such a – I didn't have awareness of that. I was very insecure, very self-conscious, and I'm not going to go into that, but that's what I would tell him, man. I would tell him that loving yourself is the dopest thing that you could do.
0: And that has helped a lot of people today too, or I hope it has anyway. <laughs> And if the listeners would like to contact you, find out what you're up to in the future. Where should they go? You've obviously got LukeMindPower.com and you've got LukeMindPowerCoaching.com as well, wasn't it? They can book a complimentary coaching call if they want.
1: Best place, man, is is at Luke mindpower. I'm on all social media platforms. Uh, and uh, you can go to MindPowerCorp, three words, on YouTube and, and subscribe to the coaching channel there. Um, and you've also got LukeMindPowerCoaching.com. Um, but yeah if you if you jump on all my social media platforms you'll find me absolutely everywhere at Luke Mindpower.
0: Just Google Luke Mindpower, you come up. So there you go.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. You'll you'll find it. You'll find it.
0: Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Luke. It's always a pleasure talking to you. I always have so much fun.
1: Absolutely. It's a it's a pleasure to spend some time with you, share this space and uh, and and answer your amazing questions.
0: Oh thank you. I'm I'm glad you liked them. I did a lot of research, so <laughs> Love you. Have, you're welcome on any time. So in the future, you're back in Sydney. Sure. Let me know. We'd love to have an interview in person. That would be fun. Uh,
1: yeah, definitely. That's, that's definitely on the cards, you know. This whole virtual space at the moment is, you know, utilising it while we have it because obviously we're dealing with this interesting time. Um, but, yeah, studio interview the definitely on the cards look forward to it
0: we're all but going to be so grateful for when we can do that again oh my goodness <laughs> that human absolutely. like face-to-face interaction we miss it
1: <laughs> for sure for sure
0: just keep in contact and we'll make it happen in the future we've got each other's contacts absolutely. so easy enough
1: absolutely thanks lauren <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening. If you want to be the first to get every new episode, remember to subscribe to this podcast for free. Just search for Rave It Up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share it with your friends